feel like I'm a part of something bigger. My favorite business show. Hands down the best B2B sales and marketing podcast. The ultimate resource for salespeople. George makes me want to conquer local. An authentic entertainer. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Here's George Leaf. It's another edition of the Conquer Local podcast. And we wanted to come up with a special edition for what we are facing today. COVID-19, record low oil prices, and an economy that is really in a shutdown. Um, And we lamented over what this content might look like. And we know that there's a thing that we've been dealing with um, from a sales standpoint where we just can't go see customers at this point in time. And how would we enable our cloud brokers to be able to help their clients, help those SMBs that they deal with um, during this time and do it in a remote way and do it in in a way where we're using technology. Our guest is Anna Tavares, the Director of Strategy for our Small Cloud Broker Division at Vendasta. And Anna's mission over the last year and a half has been to lead the product-led growth initiative. At first, it started inside Vendasta in a beta test environment. And after we proved that it was something that was amazing, we then started to roll it out for our cloud brokers to deliver to their SMBs. And after long meetings with our executive, our marketing teams, and our product teams, we decided that it if we were going to talk about how to help businesses in this time, product-led growth was the way to do that because it enables a cloud broker the ability to give a set of tools and those tools have the ability to help a business in this time. Anna is going to explain to us where product-led growth came from, how it was born, how it incubated and became a thing that was very successful in its beta test, and then what it looks like after it's rolled out into our cloud broker universe and how you may be able to use it to communicate with your customer base in this time where face-to-face meetings and uh, networking events and conferences have all ground to a halt. Local business and being the single source of truth for local business is the mission of Vendasta Technologies. We are very invested in making sure that local businesses can be successful from the very days when Brendan and those five founders started the company. We don't talk a lot about Vendasta and the Conquer Local podcast. That's going to change in this episode because this episode is designed to explain to you what product-led growth is and then give you the ability, if you're an existing cloud broker, to reach out to our partner development team and the partner development manager that you have to explain how you might be able to use this program in this time. And we have some special offers to existing partners on how they would be able to use product-led growth to help communicate with their customer base and offer value to them as we go through this event. So, Maybe I'm apologizing or maybe I'm just warning you if you're used to listening to the podcast, I'm going to talk a lot about Vendasta because it's more about conquering local and it's about you and it's about helping salespeople. But today we've got a a bigger goal and that is to help those local businesses that power the economy of all the communities that we live in. And not just the local businesses, think about the employees that get that paycheck. I was reading yesterday... You know, when you think about it, we live in a consumer-based society where we go out and we spend money and we consume things. And that money that we spend to consume things then goes to pay employees that turn around and take those paychecks and they consume things. And that's the thing that we should all be concerned about at this time is that that consumption economy 
is slowing down for a period of time. Now, it's probably not going to happen forever. On the date that we're recording this podcast, I was listening to BBC the morning before, and their reporter that released the, the news story from Wuhan, China, was on, talking about the day that they discovered the first two deaths to COVID-19. And it was two months to the day. And now the economy in China is starting to turn around. People are starting to go out again. They're starting to shop and they're starting to do the things that they've not been able to do for a period of time. So it's a two month window in China. But keep in mind in those first that first month, month and a half, they didn't know to quarantine people and they didn't really know how bad it was going to be. So nobody really knows at this point what the gestation period of all this is going to be. So in the meantime, I think we're listening to more podcasts. I think we're reading more blogs. I think we're doing whatever we can to learn and to try and keep our mind off of uh, maybe negative thoughts and to turn this into a positive. We hope that this episode will help you with that as we learn about product-led growth and how it might help our customers and how it might help us as we walk through this challenging time. Anna Tavares, our guest in the Conquer Local podcast coming up next. Here she is, Anna Taveras, Director of Strategy for the Small Cloud Broker Division at Vendasta Technologies. And we've asked Anna to join us this week on the Conquer Local Podcast because we're going to dig into this thing called product-led growth. And um, lots of technology companies are talking about product-led growth. And in fact, I would challenge you as our listeners that you've already done this. You've already consumed some sort of a product in a freemium or a trial and then you've moved on to make a purchase based upon the experience of that product. So what we're hoping with uh, Anna is to really understand the strategy behind this phenomenon of product-led growth and you know where did it come from, where could it go, and what's it doing today to help businesses. So Anna, welcome to the Conquer Local podcast. Thanks, George. So nice to be here today. Well, we're going to it says in the notes that Colleen left me that you're a strategy nerd. So we, um, I'm smart enough to know that you're way smarter than me. So teach an old <laughs> sales dog some new tricks today. I'd love to learn the what and why behind product-led growth. The first time I Absolutely. heard it was about a year and a half ago. So would you help educate us a little bit about what it is? Yes. So yeah, so it's a term that is fairly recent and fairly new and uh, it's buzzing in the technology industry and, and software as a service. But kind of as you said, that like many companies have been doing this and we've as customers have experienced this for a long time now. Um, you mentioned kind of like the premium model or try before you buy or uh, bottom up sales or offering a customer's free trial. All of that is is related to this strategy called product-led growth. Um, so to dive in, it is a it is a term that was um, kind of created by a, a company called OpenView, and and it all that is all product-led growth is is when the product leads the experience. Uh, it's a methodology in which you acquire users, you expand your market, and you convert users and retain those. Uh, all all of that is driven by the product itself. So um, it's all about winning customers by delivering value through your product and then asking them um, to make a purchase. So 
um, maybe I'll go and talk a little bit about um, like the traditional acquisition model and how it how it differs from product-led growth. Does that sound okay? Sure, that'd be great. I, I want to get something out on the table though first because I was listening yeah. to what you were saying and it's product, but it doesn't mean that it's not a bundle of products and it also doesn't mean that it couldn't be some services that are around some products. So it, it's not just one not just one thing we're talking about here. It could be. It could be one thing. But it also could be a bundle or a service layer as well, where you're experiencing the, yep. you know, what eventually will be the the journey where you end up buying at some point. But you're getting some level of experience with the product before Absolutely. the transaction. Exactly. Yeah. So the whole idea, the term product is just uh it's a, a product led as opposed to a sales led or marketing led, but by by no means we're talking about one specific product. As you said, it's kind of like a taste of your full offering, right? That offering might be one just one product or a bundle of products or a product matched with a service, but it, that that's just the way that the term that we use uh, to, as opposed to being a sales led or a marketing led um, journey. I heard something else that you said, and that was the user. Yeah. finds value before the transaction. And mm -hmm. I'm putting a couple words in your mouth there because you didn't talk about the transaction portion, but I think that was what I was understanding. And is it the buyer? Is it the user? Are they the same thing? Or sometimes maybe the user is using before there ever is a purchase and maybe that could be a different persona. Am I, am I reading too, too much, much into this? this? No, 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 that makes sense. Slack was one of the first companies that kind of did that and took that product-led approach, and that was quite a few years ago. And as you said, like Slack starts with um, users that are probably within the business. They might not be the, the main decision maker, uh, the, the ones that are going to actually sign the check and, and decide to use Slack for the whole company. But the users are actually the teammates that are like, using Slack to, for internal communications. And, and that's where the kind of journey and the experience starts. And, and that kind of evolves to then the decision maker at some point uh, on that conversion point and for them to become a buyer. But those two might, might be uh, very different personas depending on the size of the business, the business that you're, you're dealing with. Well, it's, it's interesting that you use that as an analogy. I'm glad you did because I have some insight in that. A couple of our guests on the Conquer Local podcast in season one actually were part of the firm that built the comp model for the enterprise sales motion of Slack. And what, mm -hmm. what they told us was that the users that were signing up to Slack in an organization for the free model were yeah. finding value and then walking into the buyer's offices, the people in IT yep. or maybe at, at the um, CTO's office or the CFO's office and saying, this amazing tool is changing my life. We need to get it for our organization. And then the sales motion happened at that enterprise level. That, that is a great analogy of how this works because I think it's important for our audience to understand that the usage of whatever the tool or service is could lead to a transaction down the road with a different persona, but you actually have that advocate inside the organization saying, this thing's amazing. We need to have that. Exactly. It, it's like a, a secret weapon for you as a sales organization. 
Exactly. And that person, that user, the advocate that you get inside the organization has actually experienced uh, your product, right? Like they haven't, it's not just like they've downloaded a white paper or they've filled out a form and now they are just requesting for more information. No, they've used it. They've seen value. And, and sometimes they even have metrics to show that like, oh, product A or offering B uh, actually delivered some results to our organization. And then that ask, that conversion becomes uh, a lot lot easier than uh, if it was like a sales-led approach. Well, you were talking about how this has changed that conversion point. And by conversion, mm-hmm. we mean where the user or soon-to-be customer becomes a paying user. Um, of whatever the solution or the product is. Can you explain that a little bit more about how that is a transition from the former model? Absolutely, yeah. So in the traditional kind of acquisition model, um, you might have your website that talks about um, your offering, and then you have visitors that will come into their website. And as I said, they might um, fill out a form asking for more information or download some of your content or collateral or white paper. And then uh, at that point in the traditional model, they become a marketing qualified lead. Um, after that, you, marketing or demand gen might pass that lead onto your sales team. And the sales team might look at that lead and say, yep, now they seem like they're qualified and they become a sales qualified lead. Then your sales team will go out there, talk to them, maybe pay them a couple visits and, and ask, and then pitch your product or your offering and then ask for that sale. Um, and then that's the traditional kind of conversion point, right? Like that customer uh, went from being a marketing qualified lead to a sales qualified lead to then becoming a customer. That's the traditional model. So With a product. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to give our listeners a bit of a heads up that we're going to have the links inside the, the follow-up to what this graphic actually looks like. So this will be graphic number one that Anna is showing you is the traditional model. And then we're going to have graphic number two. And now here is Anna's take on what you're seeing inside graphic number two as you're listening along. Exactly. And just one thing on that graph number one, uh, the product experience will only begin post-conversion. So when you look at that graph, you'll see a clear line in the middle that that separates that conversion point. And then from then on, you're giving that customer uh, your login for whatever platform or whatever service or product you're offering and saying, hey, now that you've bought something from me, here's your login. And here now you can start experiencing uh, this product. So that was it. That was for the, the traditional acquisition model. So now on to graph number two. Um, again, same, pretty similar beginning of your customer journey. You might still have your website uh, with your uh, with your content. You might still have some forms. But uh, within that website, um, your, your user can uh, kind of embark and start uh, experiencing your product. Uh, most likely, they'll be able to self-sign up. To, to get a taste of your product or your offering. And, and now you have your user not become a marketing qualified lead or a sales qualified lead, but now they'll become a product qualified lead. Um, in the, the, the SaaS and the technology realm, we call that a PQL. Um, and then from then on, your sales team will watch how that customer interacts with your product uh, or with your service. And then uh, they'll they'll get in touch and, and ask for that sale or ask for that, uh, that conversion point. So um, your sales team is a lot more informed when they when they reach out to that customer. So, for example, um, if you're selling a social media product, uh, they might reach out and say, hey, I've noticed that uh, you gave your pro- our product a try and you created a couple of posts. Is there any 
anything I could help you with. So the sales role becomes a lot more like a, a customer uh, assistance uh, before they even ask for the sale, as opposed to to a purely uh, kind of sales approach. Um, so, so one, one question that I'd like to ask, we've talked yeah. about marketing qualified leads, we've talked about sales qualified leads, and now we've introduced this new qualified lead of product qualified lead. For our audience of salespeople and sales leaders, which one do you think is better for them, Anna? It, I really don't think there is a better or worse, George. Um, what we've been seeing, and we at Vendasta have been doing this ourselves and, and have adopted ourselves this strategy as a company, and what we've been seeing is it's it's a dual approach. You still have people that will always want to talk to a salesperson and will want that hand-holding and will want to to have someone talk them through the process for one reason, one reason or, or another. Um, and then you have people that... Uh, most likely your your millennials maybe will want to just give things a try, right? Like they, they actually don't want to pick up the phone. They don't want, they don't want to talk to anyone directly. They just want a login and they want to give your your product or your service a try. So um, it's not a matter of one being better or worse. I think it's just having your sales team and your internal teams prepared to to support both and to work with both. They're both equally valuable leads in the sales process. So in the early, and you'd mentioned that, that we as an organization yeah. have been using this for quite some time now, um, and we rolled it out to our various cloud brokers over the last six months or so. Let's talk a little bit about what the early wins have been. Maybe we'll talk about our early wins, Vendasta's early wins, because we've been doing it longer. And then I'd like to understand yeah. if this is translating to an SMB sale as well. Absolutely. So yes, Vendasta did this. I think it's been almost two years now that we've introduced a free tier uh, of our subscriptions. And it, it, it was crazy. Like we saw our cost to acquire a customer uh, be, get, get cut in half. Um, and the payback time also decreased uh, quite a bit as well. And we, have, we measure the ratio between our leads and people that become a paid customer or get a paid subscription with Vendasta. And that ratio from lead to paid subscription uh, almost more than doubled uh, within uh, kind of our metrics and our numbers. So the conversion rate went up and, and it was a dramatic increase in conversion by allowing them to interact with the product or service. So we're using us as the analog here, but you know, they, they were having interaction and there was measurement of that interaction. I do want to say that this wasn't easy <laughs> and, and it was a hard problem to solve. So product led growth, the ability to offer this to a wide range of prospects and make sure that they're able to get to it. They're reminded to get to it. They can find the value. What does that user experience look like? How are we translating that back to the sales organization so that we can eventually get that conversion? None of this was easy. That's, uh, I want you to talk about how hard it was because it was your teams that were figuring it out. Because I think for our listeners, they need to understand that this isn't a quick win. It, it actually is a system that needs a lot of iteration because it's hard to do. Um, yes, it, it was definitely a process for us. Um, it, it's, it's getting your sales teams kind of used to uh, following both approaches, right? Um, and one thing that we felt that was uh, uh, 
a step that was really important for our sales teams was that when we actually made the stats and the usage of the users in the platform available to them. So uh, one thing is to ask your salespeople to follow up with with the users that are in your in your platform or using your product. Um, the other thing is actually giving them the intel to be able to do it. Right. So uh, so when when we're asking them to reach out to customers, uh, ask actually having them uh, have an informed approach. So that was the one, one of the things that um, was a game changer for us when we actually were, give, gave this information to our sales teams. And um, I think that it's important to note that, that from the sales side, because I was very involved in, in that side of the organization, understanding where the user was and what they were doing led to that, uh, and you said earlier, which I think is a very good point, led, led to that uh, sales experience where it was more around, well, we noticed that you were doing X, Y, and Z yeah. and you found success there. Did that meet the goal that you had when you signed up in the first place? That's a whole different conversation than, well, let me give you the feature benefits of what this thing might be. You already know where they have interacted and you're able to now use that as the starting point because you know the user was there and they were doing these things. And that's why having this connected experience um, is so important to making product-led growth work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We saw that for our sales team is, teams was a, was a big, big change. Now they can have uh, focused conversations, right? Like talking about a specific problem that that, that customer might have and how uh, we might solve that problem. Was there a constant set of eyes on these various users, how you watched those users to see what their interaction was. And, and that was those iterations to get this thing right so that it was the engine was working. And, and by an engine, I mean, so that the user was finding the value from the solution. Absolutely. That's a really important piece, isn't it? Yes, yes. We definitely had a, a set of eyes, or quite a few, uh, looking at this data and looking at this information from the beginning. And, and what we did is before we automated or before we decided which leads or which customers were the most valuable, we were just looking at what, what everyone was doing within the platform and kind of talking to our sales teams and saying, hey, what are the kinds of leads that you're you're on the phone, you're talking to them day to day, what are the kinds of leads that you think are the most valuable? And then all of a sudden they started giving us that that, that information back. Oh, I really like talking to someone that has entered their credit credit card number. Uh, that, that shows that they're more ready and, and more likely to buy. So then when we started automating these leads and kind of uh, what, what leads are surfaced to our sales teams, uh, we, we took that into account and, it, and it's been working well so far. Well, we, re you know, we really appreciate your team's work as you watched what this process and, and how it was impacting the type of, the type of conversion that was, that was occurring. And, and what we found from the sales side, when we talked to the sales organization, they were like, wow, not only are they, you know, they're more engaged leads, but they also know what they're doing. And we were able to get them to value on the next pieces of our stack easier because they had been experiencing the solution. And, and, you know, when we talk about eyeballs, you had eyeballs, technology, you were constantly watching the stats, you were measuring every little nuance of this to figure it out and making little tweaks so that there was that experience. Let's talk about now what that means when we communicate with a SMB using this thing uh, this incredible tool, if what you're saying is true, it sounds pretty good, called product-led growth. How does this now translate to the SMB um, experience? 
Yeah, exactly. So we did that for us first at Vendasta and kind of tested it on ourselves and, and saw that it was working really well and uh, kind of decided to to give our partners and, and, and our customers that um, that strategy as well. Right. So so what we did is we we have our kind of set of our own and operated products or the products that Vendasta uh, has created over the years. So what we did is uh, why don't we give our partners uh, the ability to offer SMBs free versions of these products. And those free versions are kind of like, we call them express products and, and they're limited versions, kind of cutback features uh, from the full full products that we usually offer. So that way uh, we enabled our partners to actually take the exact same strategy, right? So lead with the product um, instead of uh, ask for the sale before showing value and give the give their customers the ability to try their product before uh, they bought anything. Um, imagine if you had to, uh, if you wanted to watch your favorite TV show um, and you had to go into the Netflix website and fill out a form and get on the phone and talk to someone and give them your credit card over the phone to be able to uh, to watch your favorite t- favorite TV show. Like it, probably half of us or more than half of us would give up uh, before even getting there, right? Well, it's really interesting. I love the analogy that you used. I can add to that analogy. Imagine if you had to get in your vehicle and drive across town and walk into a store (laughs) and then pick out a movie. And and then, oh, the movie that you wanted to see wasn't there. But now you just go to Netflix and watch them all for seven bucks a month. See that? I was just throwing that out there because I'm old. Um, (laughs) I'm really happy that Captain Marvel crashed into a a blockbuster store in that movie. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty cool. Um, I've seen it, Well, you know, this is, when you say it like that, it makes sense to me. I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm like, oh, this actually just makes sense. We're going to send out, you know, this thing. It's great, and people love when they pay for it. We're going to give them um, a scaled-back version at an express level that has an upsell path in it. They find value from it, which is good for our organization, and then we get this increased conversion. I, I'm assuming that you're going to tell us that there was an increased conversion uh, from these product-led users. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we've had it in market for since November last year, so for a few months right now. And um, the usual conversion with the, with our or with our snapshot report, um, is it was about a three percent conversion rate. And with these express products, we've been seeing a conversion rate at about ten percent. So, um, so for uh, customers that log into business app and see and experience these products about 10%. So one out of one out of 10, uh, convert to the pro product. So yeah, really good conversion rates. And, and is that conversion happening sales assisted or is it happening without a salesperson involved at all? It's a mix. We see some partners uh, having that sales assisted process. So uh, within our platform, we also in Sales and Success Center, we provide to partners that Intel, that same. So when I was talking about our experience at Vendasa, saying that it was really important to provide to the sales teams what partners were doing within the platform, we did the exact same thing for our partners. So we've been seeing both cases. We've been seeing conversions happen uh, just without any sales assistance, but we also have been seeing partners 
that uh, have their sales team ready to pick up the phone and say, hey, I've noticed that you you tried our social marketing product. Is there anything I can help you with? And then they guide them through the process and then might end up selling not just the pro product, sometimes uh, a package or, or sometimes even like a service attached to that package. So we've been seeing partners kind of take it to market in, in quite a few different ways. Well, I think it's important to talk about product-led growth as a concept, and that's what we've been trying to articulate here. Probably a little more discussion around uh, Vendasta. You don't really hear the V word in the Conquer Local podcast that often, but there's a reason for this. And, you know, we have been lamenting as uh, an executive and as a leadership group at Vendasta as to how we would help local businesses and how we would help our cloud brokers during this time that we are all experiencing. And um, one of the reasons we wanted to have Anna on the broadcast this week is, you know, since these events that have been occurring uh, around the economy and around COVID-19 and around the oil price drop, um, you know, there's a lot of angst out there and, and we have people that are basically just at home, not able to go into work, but yet things are still continuing. It's, it's been interesting to watch how people are adapting because I think we actually are, are quite adaptable as a society. It's cool to see that happening. We wanted to do this broadcast to offer our cloud brokers some things that they could do to help. Um, and we are finding that product-led growth is able to offer an enormous amount of help to a business. Of course, yes, there's some sort of an upgrade path that is available as well, but that's not the purpose of this. The purpose of this is to, is there anything we could do during this time through our network of cloud brokers to the close to 3 million local businesses that we touch around the planet that would offer some value to help during this time. And, you know, we had this thing that was running really well and we were talking about it from a commercial standpoint, but I do want to say that this is around can we give our cloud brokers, the listeners to the Conquer Local podcast, the ability to give something to help their client base? Anna, as you have worked with these cloud brokers, large, small, all over the world, rolling out product-led growth, I'm interested to understand you have the call where you, you launch it and you get them rolling and you show them how it's going to work. And then what's the call like a month later? And I know you've been talking to a number of these cloud brokers. You know, what are they saying to you has been the experience that they're having as an organization and then that, that they're getting from their customers? I think it's important to tell a few of these stories because it's pretty amazing. Yeah, no, the, the call usually a month later goes like, this is amazing. Like they're also, they're also happy to be able to provide value to their customers and just play that role of, I am here to help you. I'm here to be your, your local support. Um, but it's been a tremendous value to both our partners to be able to offer that and, and, and for the SMBs as well. Anna, we really appreciate you joining us on this uh, version of the Conquer Local podcast. We do lots of podcasts like this where we're using Google Hangouts. And I know that you're working from home right now in this uh, new work from home environment that all of us are living in. Um, you've been thinking about some advice that you'd like to give our cloud brokers and how you see this uh, tool set and this concept of product-led growth helping them during this time. So I'd like you to share that with our listeners. Yeah, like we're all experienced the COVID-19 uh, pandemic and kind of as it ties to product-led growth, like at a time like this, all meetings are canceled unless they're online meetings like this one or events are canceled, networking events, like there's nothing like that happening right now. So um, if you have a sales-led approach solely, uh, that that is probably at risk right now. But 
having a product-led approach and, and a product-led growth approach, um, self-serve is always open, right? Like that, that there's, if you have a way for your customers to experience value within your product online without having to have that face-to-face interaction, uh, that, that will always be open regardless of pandemic or not, right? So um, I would say that this is the perfect time to think about switching your business model and your strategy to be more product-led um, than, than any than any other time before. I would say uh, do it right now. It, it is the best time to do it. Well, technology is on our side because we can do remote meetings. The other thing that you mentioned that I you know, I think it's important for our audience to understand is there is that marketing automation layer where you're using email to send value so that they can then interact with the solution. Works amazing. Um, And then we also have the tools themselves that offer an enormous amount of value for a small business right now with the things that they're dealing with. So I'm glad that you brought that up because you're absolutely right. There's never been a better time to use a solution like this that is 100% online uh, in those days that we're not able to make those sales calls or go to conventions or have networking events. And that's why we wanted to share this content with you around product-led growth and bring in the master of product-led growth from Vendasta, our director of strategy. Anna, thank you very much for joining us on this edition of the Conquer Local podcast. Thank you so much, George. It was a pleasure being part of it. So now you are an expert on product-led growth. And I think Anna was being, uh, she was being very humble because I know that she burnt the midnight oil for the last year and a half, not just her. There's been five or six teams that have been doing what is called in the software business growth hacking. And they've been figuring out how to make this better. Software companies use this term called iterate. And it's a small word. It's only seven letters. But when it comes to iteration, it comes with a lot of research and trial and error. And you heard from Anna that there was a lot of trial and error that happened. I was close to this because we were rolling it out inside product and inside marketing and inside sales. And there was a lot of iteration that happened. It's not easy. None of this uh, product-led growth strategy that's been built was something that was built overnight. It was built over time, blood, sweat, and tears. A lot of dollars were invested to make it work. But I'm telling you that the businesses that are using this tool that are cloud brokers trying to communicate with customers to show value are loving it because it is a much lower cost of acquisition. But for the purposes of this episode of the Conquer Local podcast and the reality that we're dealing with in the economy today, but we want to offer it forward as a way for your sales organization and your marketing organization to have conversations in a world where we can't have face-to-face conversations and where we need to use marketing automation and we need to use technology to be able to deliver some sort of value to maybe it's someone that's been paying you for four years and you just want to help them. Imagine that you could use this to be able to do that. Imagine if it was someone that you had talked to that was just on the verge of becoming a customer and maybe that's been put on hold, but you can still give them this, which will be able to help them in the meantime. So we wanted to come at this thing where, um, you know, we are a commercial business at the end of the day. And we know that you folks that are listening all probably work for commercial businesses or own commercial businesses. Didn't want to come at this as this is a commercial conversation. This is a conversation to help the businesses that fuel the economy of our planet. And all local businesses are important. And I think we now realize that more than ever. 
So we hope that you found value today from this episode. Our entire staff is at the ready and we are available to help you during this time. And, you know, this is something that has been articulated by our CEO in a number of different communiques, but I wanted to bring it to you as the listeners of the Conquer Local podcast. We're going to do a couple coaching episodes around this as well, but I do want to tell you that our organization is here to help you. If it's just a matter of answering an email or answering a chat, and if you would like to look at moving product-led growth into your customer base as something you just want to give to them, we're here to help you with that. Talk to your partner development manager and we'll come up with something that will work. We want to be helping you help your client base. It's all built into our DNA of being that trusted local expert. What better way than to offer some tools that add value in those businesses' time of need. Thanks for joining us for this very special edition of the Conquer Local Podcast. My name is George Leith. I'll see you when I see you. You've been listening to the Conquer Local Podcast with your host, George Leith. Executive producers are Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Danny Mario. Audio engineering, sound lounge by T-Bone. Marketing by Rory Lawford. Produced by Colleen McGrath.